I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. And it's 2022 and we're in person. Yeah, I drove down to St. Louis last night. I'm here with Kara and I got to see her beautiful home. I feel like a bad friend because I've never been here before. <laughs> and you bought this, what, last February? Yeah. But you've done a great job. Thanks. And we're sitting in this really cool sunroom thing that's like off one of Kara's bedrooms. So we've got the natural light. Mm-hmm. We've got our matcha. Yes. We're in check. Scroll it around. <laughs> Receipts. <laughs> yes, we actually do. No. But today we are going to be talking about our 2022 goals. This will be good to hold us accountable, but also maybe give you guys some inspiration in your own life. Mm-hmm. We are going to follow the formula of five goals, five rewards, three habits or routines that we're going to continue either in the morning or at bedtime that can help us just, you know, be a little better on the daily in a word for the year. If you guys need some accountability, we are going to be doing a Patreon goal setting workshop. So you could go ahead and join that group. It's $5 a month. And then, yeah, we'll do a six month check in to make sure everyone's on track. And maybe if you guys have similar goals with someone else in the group, you can link up, meet some new friends. Yeah, it's a great opportunity, especially 
like Allison said, if you want some people to keep you in check with your goals or just talk to other people, maybe even push you to have more challenging goals. That's something I've talked about on the podcast before. So yeah, definitely check that out. It's patreon.com slash already friends. And we will also be announcing our AirPod Pro giveaway winner. So stay tuned through the end of the episode for who is the lucky winner of those. Very excited to announce that. But first, let's do a quick catch up. Um, We have not caught up in three weeks because we pre-recorded episodes for the holidays since we were both traveling. And, you know, just wanted to take a little break. So anything exciting since Christmas, New Year's? Not a whole lot has been going on in my neck of the woods. I've been hanging out with family, laying low, taking it easy. I have new wave clothes for a few weeks over the holidays just so I can reset, do some boring accounting, urine inventory kind of things. Um, Honestly, I've been kind of working through my brain on setting these goals mm-hmm. is definitely feeling a little pressure from, you know, seeing all the stuff on TikTok and everyone setting these amazing goals. I was like, oh my God, I need to get it together. We're going to be recording this goal episode. What, what am I going to hone in on? Right. Because what we talk about a lot is we're both big dreamers, lots of ideas. So it wasn't so much coming up with goals. It was narrowing down of like, okay, what is actually feasible? What do I want to do this year? Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much it for me. How about you? Same here. Not too much. Went to the East Coast for the holidays. Um, Spent Christmas actually in St. Louis with Connor's family here in Missouri. And then on the 27th, we drove out to the East Coast and hung out with my aunts, uncles, grandparents, my parents. Because they're originally from Philly and Jersey area. So we were around Pennsylvania. And it was good. It was me, Connor, and Margot. So we took Margot and stayed at my aunt's bed and breakfast. 1777 Americana Inn in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. If you guys ever want to go see Amish country, that is where a lot of Amish people live. They have Amish ice cream shops, Amish woodworking businesses. Um, Ephrata Cloister is the fir- one of the first religious settlements in the U.S. So you can go see very old religious settlement right here in the U.S., right, right in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, there's also like really cute restaurants and shops in Ephrata as well. It's not all just Amish things, but that's a big draw. So if you ever want to do that, they also have the, a brewery attached to their bed and breakfast, Black Forest Brewery, which is so good. The food's amazing and they have awesome beer and stuff. So... Yeah, that's where I stayed because that was like the only relative that was dog friendly, which is okay because, you know, or they already had dogs that didn't get along with other dogs. So thank you, my aunt and niece and Uncle Bob for letting us stay there. (laughs) Yeah. And I was telling Allison, like we got to stay there too because they were going on vacation for a week, like their first vacation, like seven years. And they had two guests at the inn um, that came for two days. And so they're like, do you guys mind making breakfast for them? Because we serve breakfast. So I'm out in the kitchen Chefing up some French toast. I made an egg souffle. I actually did not make that. I just popped in the oven. So here I am, innkeeper in charge, serving breakfast. Yeah, it was really fun. That is fun. It was so fun. Change up. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I mean, I'm sure it gets like repetitive, but that would be a really fun career. Just own a bed and breakfast and get to meet people and just serve them breakfast. It is a cool concept. It makes sense like financially because then it's like paying for your mortgage. mortgage. (laughs) Yeah. So. That was really fun. It's kind of like the original Airbnb. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We have an extra room. Come and we'll make you breakfast while we're at it. Yeah. And it's in a literal house from 1777, like the year after this country That's was really made. cool. Yeah. I feel like the East Coast is cool because there's just so many old buildings. If you like history, it's cool to get out to the East Coast. And my boyfriend and my dad went to DC for the day because they're picking up McKenna and Julian. Julian's McKenna's fiance. They flew into DC because the flights to Philly were like so expensive. 
And Connor was like loving it. He's like, there's just so many cool old buildings and like so much history. So if that's your thing, make sure to head to like those Eastern cities. They're the best. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I guess one other update, we stayed at like a dog hotel on the way back. We drove from, yeah, like Philly to St. Louis and then halfway is Columbus, Ohio. So we stayed at Dog House Brewery and Hotel. It's by BrewDog. BrewDog is like the company and they have a big brewery and dog friendly hotel. And it was just so nice. So well designed. Highly recommend if you're ever in Columbus or driving and need to stop somewhere. They had a little dog park, great restaurant, brewery. Um, I'm doing dry January, so I did not drink any alcoholic beer, but I had non-alcoholic beer. It was really good. So yeah, that was really fun and Margo loved it. Well, that is wonderful. Do you have any peaks of the week outside of that that you want to share? That sounds like a big peak. Let's jump into peaks of the week. Um, My peak, I have two. First one was while we were in Pennsylvania, I think. Yeah, I think it was while we were in Pennsylvania. I got people sending me this article on Snapchat and I guess one of my TikToks, Daily Mail made like on the Snapchat daily highlight for daily mail so exciting <laughs> yeah. kind of like a random accomplishment but i'm like wow that's kind of cool because you're like if you guys are familiar i used to look at this thing every single day in college and i sporadically look but if you're on snapchat they have like those like news highlights and daily mail is always super juicy super interesting so i always like would look through those in college and i kind of yeah, like i said don't look as much anymore but if you tap through their Daily Mail story, one of my TikToks was like a news article featured and they wrote like a whole article on the Daily Mail website about my TikTok. That's amazing. <laughs> Between that and making it on, what was it? Celebrity birthdays oh or whatever? God, yeah. You've made it. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Celebrity Birthdays or whatever it's called. They do a good, they like go through all the TikTokers and put all the people on TikTok's info. So they're on top of it. They're, they're trying to keep up with the times, but yeah, I guess, oh, I should explain what TikTok it was. It was the TikTok about um, my friend who's a flight attendant told me that on his airline, if you want to get upgraded, you need to look nice. Like you need to dress nice. And that TikTok just caused quite a little bit of controversy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Every flight attendant in the world, I think commented on that video. was like, this isn't true. This isn't true. I've never heard this. I've worked 20 years. This isn't true. I'm like, well, it's true on his airline and it's an international airline. So Sorry, it's not true on most airlines. I didn't know that. But he told me on his airline, if you want to get upgraded, you have to be dressed nice. Like, they won't upgrade you if you're in sweats. But that's kind of a good TikTok tip because I remember when you and Megan were talking about it, you would deliberately leave out a little piece of information or let something be happening in the background or, like, not proofread to spell check or something because knowing Mm -hmm. that people are going to comment which will then make it go viral oh my gosh if you want to go viral put your put the wrong your <laughs> in, on the video i have seen so many videos where like half the comments are like it's your with apostrophe re and like those comments literally boost your video it's crazy because tiktok doesn't know if they're commenting a grammatical suggestion or if they just think it's like people are interested in the content if there's like love in your video yeah it's crazy so shout out to the haters. <laughs> haters keep me going. They get me on Daily Mail. I really don't think that video would have gone viral if it wasn't for all the angry airline workers, which I don't know. I think we're kind of saying it's like, why do people have to prove you wrong? Like, can you just maybe know that it's wrong? And just, but I, actually, I don't care. Give me your opinions. Go for it. Doesn't affect me. So funny. it only helps. <laughs> so that was one I picked this week. I think the other one is just Having the family time, being on the East Coast, I really do like Pennsylvania and being out there. I did want to try and go up to New York, 
but it was just like too much. And I was only there for really six days, kind of like a week, but with all the travel time, it was cut short. So I'll have to make a trip out there at another point. Another point. Yeah. What was your peak of the week? Mine is kind of boring, but a a little financial win. Mm -hmm. So you know how subscriptions will just sneak up on you and you'll be like, oh, yep, I've been meaning to cancel that. Or you'll see it come through and be like, okay, I'm going to use this and then I'm going to write this down and I'm going to get it canceled. Well, I had these two subscriptions. One was for Squarespace for my personal website, which I just don't really need anymore now that I have Mm -hmm. New Wave. And one was for Aloe Yoga. I bought a mat and they did the whole thing like, we'll give you a month for free, cancel anytime afterwards. Uh But they make you put your card in, of course. Well, so then I got charged. And the Squarespace one was like $250 and the Aloe Yoga one was like $20. And I contacted customer service for both of them. They immediately replied, kindly refunded me the whole thing and canceled like no hassle. So I was really happy about that because I was like, damn it, if I have to pay for those things, I'm going to be upset because I was not intending to renew those things. And I wanted to give you guys like a little tangible thing. If you go, if you have an iPhone and you go into the system preferences settings at the top, it says your name and then Apple ID, iCloud media and purchases. You click that, go to subscriptions. It will have all the apps that you're subscribed to and when the next billing date is, and you can actually click in there and cancel it and still be able to use it up until that date. So just a helpful tip if you are like, where the heck are these charges coming through? Because on your card, it just says iTunes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like say what app it's for. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you don't know. Oh, yeah. And I think another good tip in general is to make sure you're using like a credit card for those purchases and not a debit card. Because if worse comes to worse and the person's not refunding you, you can always call your credit card company and they will maybe refund you. Whereas a, a better card, chance. A yeah. better chance. Yeah. Whereas like a debit card, they're not going to be able to refund that charge. Yeah. Great tips. Yeah. Part of yeah. starting the new year, a little, little detox of apps that maybe we don't need. Yes. And you totally forget about them. So mm-hmm. that was a good tip. But yeah, other than that, I... I guess I uh, I got a Brazilian, not yesterday, but the day before, my second Brazilian. <laughs> okay. And, okay, so I was supposed to have an appointment last week, but then something came up and I had to delay it a week. And I was like, dude, I can't. Like, I have to shave. It's just like, you know, when it's such like itch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it, I have to shave. And you're supposed to wait like weeks before you get a Brazilian because the hair has to be long enough to be able to wax it off. Uh-huh. And so I went into my appointment and was like, all right, girl, I'm sorry. I had to shave a week ago. And she was like, well, we can't do a Brazilian then. And I was like, I know, I know, but I'm feeling confident. And she's like, all right, okay, so let's check it out. So <laughs> like climb up on the table. And she was like, wow, you are hydrated. And she was like, I can count on one hand the amount of times that I've been able to wax someone within a week. Oh, wow. And so she was able to do the full Brazilian. And she was like, <laughs> I am seriously shocked at how hydrated you are. So that's the point of the story is I'm complimenting myself on drinking my water because you have mm-hmm. to have the skin be a little more like plump and moisturized mm-hmm. for the hair to be more easily waxable. Mm-hmm. And apparently also with Brazilians, each time you get them, they get a little bit better because the hair starts to be a little more fine. It's used to getting waxed. So <laughs> it was not nearly even half as bad this time as when wow. I went in December. Okay, good. Because last time she was like, your soul is going to leave your body a little bit here, just like an FYI. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. And then I can confirm the first time my soul left my body for a second. I mean, they're like ripping in your yeah. labia. Labia? Oh, my like, God. I've gotten what? a bikini, and that was bad. So I can't even imagine like a full Brazilian. I think it's it's a good uh, 
Like, all right, I'm a boss ass bitch. I can yeah. get my whole stuff waxed. Do something that scares you <laughs> yeah. once a day. <laughs> yeah. So I was just really proud of it. I'm like, damn, yeah. I'm hydrated. Okay. A medical professional told you <laughs> that you're hydrated. That's so, impressive. Yep. Um, and then I, I came here and here we are. <laughs> we have a lot to do this weekend. Yes. We're going to record a lot of episodes. I finally got to meet Connor and Margo. Yeah. See the house, checking off some important things. Yeah. I feel like Margot knows that you're allergic to her because she really is kind of like staying back a little bit. I'm proud of her. I feel like dogs know. Yeah. Allison has sneezed a couple times. I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah. So if I sound a little, (laughs) I don't know, groggy, it's definitely the dog. I was, I went to go get coffee this morning and I kept sneezing and I wanted to be different. I'm like, it's okay. I was just near a dog. And it's not COVID. Like, don't worry. Karen and I were talking about like, it's literally more appropriate to fart in public now than to sneeze. It really is. Like sneezing is like the play. It's like, oh my God, don't give me How dare you? you have. Oh my God. All right. Well, with all of that, yes. I think we can hop into our goals. Or peaks of the week. For Pe- oh, center. sorry. Yes. Um, let me pull them up here. I've lost my phone for the last two hours. <laughs> like we just s- tore apart this house. Like completely. it's not here. It's not here. We are not sure where it, where it is. So I'll be using Allison's phone to read. All right. Uh, The first one I'm going to read is from Anna. She said she had an amazing first date seeing her again for a second date soon. Smiley face. Yay. Love that. Best of luck. I'm going to read from Skylar. She said, I started 2022 sober. I'm journaling each day and I'm reading the four agreements. How to read that one because I also am reading the four agreements. Guys, that book is so good. I know Allison's talked about it and I literally said to her, it's not as magical. Like, your reconveying of it is literally not even half as magical as it is, like, when you read it yourself and as impactful. So, highly, highly recommend. It would be a great book to start off the new year. Yes. And it's one of those books that is so profound but easily digestible. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty quick read. Or if you listen to the Audible, Yeah, it's the Audible is two and a half hours. That's what I did. And it has, like nice little sounds and it's very vibey and yes like allison said it's digestible which is good all right and kendall said she repainted and decorated her room at her parents house to feel more homey and mature we love revamping of space on this podcast yes and cal said their peak of the week is a darn break christmas break has been a blessing i agree shout out to that Yeah, yeah i think i saw a tiktok it was like this weird time between christmas and january 1st like no one's expecting anything of you like no one's really working so just read a book sleep in lay in bed just do nothing you deserve it be a human being not a human doing for once in your life retweet retweet <laughs> All right. And with that, yeah. we can jump into our 2022 goals. Two quick suggestions for going about your goals. There's a free option, Year Compass. That's what Kara has kind of been looking at this year. Yeah. Shout out to Corey Fay. She posted that, I think, last year on her story. It's like a free resource. If you need to just journal out all your thoughts from 2021, what you're going to look forward to in 2022 and just kind of, I don't know, prep your mind for what your goals are going to be instead of just like thinking of goals. That was a really good resource. And yeah, it's free. And I have been using the Law of Attraction Planner from freedommastery.com. And a few aspects that I really liked about that planner, if you don't want to actually go ahead and buy it, you could still incorporate this into your own journal or whatever, was that it made you write out 50 goals and then choose five from those 50 And within that, it had you list out like people that could be around you that are distracting you or keeping you from achieving that goal, a reward for the goal. And um, 
categorizing them, which mm-hmm. Kara and I both did for all of ours, mm-hmm. whether that's like health, wellness, fitness, financial, relationships, home. That way you can kind of see if you've made all your goals like, oh, wow, I've accidentally made like five fitness goals, but I don't have even one financial goal. Mm-hmm. That way you can kind of maybe try to make a few in each category to have a more balanced approach. Yeah, I agree. And we'll link both of those in the show notes. If you guys don't know how to access the show notes, just go to we'realityfriends.com and you can see everything there. Absolutely. I think I'd love to start with our word of the year. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Do you want to go ahead with your word of the year? Yeah. And we can even explain the thought behind having a word of the year because I think this would be the first year that I've done that. And me and Allison were kind of talking through, it's just good to pick a word that you're kind of using as your North Star throughout the year and something that maybe like ties in with all of your goals. So you could write that down on like your mirror or just have that written in your journal or Kind of just think about this word that is guiding you and keeping you on track and being like a little theme. So for my word, I put show up. And I think with the goals that I'll say, it'll kind of come through. But I'm just trying to show up in more categories because I was really showing up in maybe like one or two categories in my life. And then all the other were just like on the back burner. And it's hard to have balance when there's just, you know, parts of your life that can be really demanding. So trying to show up more, especially in like my relationships with friends and family and stuff. Okay. Love that word of the year for you. My word for this year is intention. Last year it was detox. I was getting rid of a lot of things in my life. Now my plan is to try to keep those things in check So not just being intentional with buying, but being intentional about who I spend time with, being intentional about what I look at on my phone, how long I'm on my phone, the places I choose to go. And I feel that you'll see how intention plays a role into all of the goals like we talked about, how that's kind of like the unifying theme. Um, I just want to make one quick point here about minimalism because I watched a few documentaries on Netflix and started listening to the Minimalist podcast. And they talk about how people think of minimalism as like, oh, I just have like two shirts in my closet and like a few bowls or whatever and how extreme that can be. But their approach is being more of like an intentionalist. So I've been pretty inspired by that Mm -hmm. and honing in on my style of combining this like boho deserty aesthetic with like my European Parisian Amsterdam type of style. So that's kind of my vision born focus. Spent way too long making that (laughs) reel that I put together. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go look at Allison's Instagram. It's beautiful. Thank you. I was so honored because some people were like, wait, this literally is you. Like, this looks like you. If you didn't tell me, I would have thought these photos were yours. I literally said, I'm like, you could have told me you took all these photos and I would have believed it. So nice. Well, with all that being said, Mm -hmm. goal time. Yes. Okay. Let's dive into our goals. Okay. And like we said, they're going to be different categories. Try to do some even across the board. And I definitely have some goals I'm probably not going to share in the podcast too. But these are five. Five good ones, some rewards, and yeah, maybe some habits that we'll build in to achieve these. Love it. Take it away. Okay. My first goal is career-oriented and it's kind of bold. So we'll see. But I want to double my income from last year. And like I've said, like I think you need to do goals that scare you. And then are challenging because that does scare me. And I just don't really know how I'm going to make it happen yet. But I'm going to set out a plan. going to figure out where I can earn more money in my life and what I can maximize. And I don't know. I think just like putting it out there too is already opening it up for it to happen way more than just, I don't know, being content with what I did last year. Love that. 
I believe in you. <laughs> Thanks. All your big lofty financial number goals that you had last year, you killed it. Yeah. And those were scary. Even like the ones that I chose not to, like I chose to like double some of those and like the first number for some of my number goals in like business and career last year were just, I don't know. It's crazy what you can accomplish. Like once you just talk to other people and put the bar a little too high. So yeah. Yeah. Cause if you set a lower goal, like that's, that's what you'll achieve. But if you aim high. Yeah. And sky's the limit. I don't think that's like too high. So I think that was good balance, but my reward would be, I think if I achieve that, which maybe it'd be like a mid-year check-in because I don't want to wait till next year to receive this reward, <laughs> but I would like to maybe buy new couches downstairs. Ooh. So maybe if like by the end of summer this year, if I'm on track, maybe I would buy a new couch because that's a huge cost. And I don't need new couches. I want them. So that was maybe, maybe a good reward for that. Love that. Oh, I feel like that may- reminded me that we should give some context to the difference between goals versus rewards. Mm-hmm. So when I was coming up with a lot of my goals, I realized that many of them were just rewards, like something that you mm-hmm. could just buy or go do because you like really want to. Yeah. To where a goal might take a little more grit and, you know the daily grind. And that doesn't mean that you don't want to achieve the goal, but that is just, it doesn't maybe come as easy. And so by setting a reward, if you really want that reward, then you're going to do the work it takes for that goal Mm -hmm. to get to the reward. And I know that you've been wanting couches, but yeah, like you said, (laughs) you could just go buy couches. It's like, there's not much hard work involved. You just kind of like decide what you want. Yeah. But the hard work that's going to take is you showing up, figuring out what career path that you want to pursue a little harder, like Mm -hmm. where those numbers are going to come from, then get the couch. Exactly. That's a good explanation. Yes. Good context for the background of why we're doing a reward with the goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you achieve goals and then you don't do anything to celebrate celebrate that. Like one of my goals last year was I accomplished it. And then like, I was like, Oh, I guess we'll go to dinner or something. Like I didn't have anything (laughs) in mind. I was like, but this is like huge. I literally like bought myself a ramen bowl, like a $17 ramen bowl after it happened. So I was like, I deserve this ramen. Like, Something. who cares if it's $20? Like, I gotta celebrate. Yeah. Exactly. All right. My first goal is to finish one year of sobriety. That will come to completion June 5th. Kicking myself a little bit because it should be April 17th. But on New Wave's one year birthday, Clay Jordan and I went to pitch and I had a cocktail. So technically, that's why I kind of say it. And then even... I did dry January last year. I really have only drank maybe like three times in like a year and a half. But full-blown, 100% sober, year to year will be June 5th. And it was kind of hard to come up with a reward for that because as we're saying, it's like, I'm not going to go drink. That would defeat the (laughs) entire point of that being my goal Mm -hmm. if I truly am doing it the right way in my head. So this gets a little personal, but when I think a lot of us are drinking, you know, we might get a little more spicy a little more sexual in the bedroom, flirty at the bar, whatever. And with Clay and I, I do feel like some of our more spicy evenings or if we were both like had a good amount of drinks in our system. So it's been like a really amazing, beautiful dynamic now in our personal love life to be like, wow, I'm finding this confidence like truly in myself, not fueled by like alcohol or something. Mm-hmm. And just being able to be like so comfortable and of course, Clay and I were always very comfortable with each other. Like we've been dating for three and a half years, but it just feels so much more pure when you're like, wow, we're both like sober and this authentic with each other. So my reward, I want to do a couple's boudoir shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys listened to the episode with Aaron, 
we talk about what boudoir is, but basically you're kind of in like lingerie and originally it was mostly for brides before the wedding, mm-hmm. but yeah, to have there. husband, I think. Yeah. yeah. But now women can do it anywhere all the time. Like you don't just have to do it before a wedding. You can just do it for yourself. It doesn't have to be like for a relationship, but I think it would be so steamy and cute if Clay and I did one together. Yeah. And we've definitely been like modeling together a little bit more. Yeah. I just feel like it would be so fun to, as a reward of like, I don't know, to show how confident I've become from my sobriety that I'm like able to do this shoot now. Because if you would have asked me to do a boudoir shoot like two years ago, I probably would have been like, I don't know about that. And I probably would have like taken tequila shots before or something. Uh-huh. But that brings up like a random point that I think is really interesting too. Like when we were first talking about starting the podcast. I was even like, do we need like make it around happy hours so we can have like mm-hmm. drinks and like loosen up? And then it's like, well, then that's not who I am 95% of the time is like yeah. when you're drinking. So why would I want to have a podcast where I'm like having like these like tipsy thoughts? I'm only tipsy like a few, once a week. Say. Yeah. Nights a week. Yeah. Agreed. And it just makes me feel more true to myself if I'm like, if I, I know everything I said and did over the last year was like a sober thought because mm-hmm. think of how many times we've all said something when we were like tipsy or drunk and been like did I take that too far did I say that because I was drinking or did, did I actually mean that or like maybe I did mean it but it might have came off too harsh because it was fueled by alcohol or whatever so I don't know it's it's been great and I know we need to do a whole nother like sober part two that's been a big request from you yeah. guys um I'm not promising that's coming anytime soon but there are multiple podcasts i've seen that are just about sobriety mm-hmm. so that could be a great resource if you guys wanted to try try january yeah or take again no pressure to anyone yeah this, we're just throwing it out there throwing it out if there you're interested interested yeah well maybe we'll link some as well yeah my second goal is educational and i want to learn a third language so as of now i speak english if you didn't know and i also speak spanish because i double majored in college i got a degree in advertising and pr and then double majored in spanish and i'm like why stop there my brain she wants more so i'm like i think i'm gonna try and learn french how i'm gonna learn it i don't know uh if you guys have any good resources the only thing that i know of is duolingo but i'm like do those work like should i actually enroll in like an online class like what is the best way to do this so tbd i think i'll talk later about how i'm gonna add a habit to better do that um another educational goal that i wrote down that i wasn't gonna say but now i'm just gonna say it. i would love to go to like a conference even if it's like virtual mm. that applies to my niche or my industry that i'm working in so or even just like a self-help conference i think that'd be really fun love being a lifelong learner. Yeah. And fun fact, if you work for yourself, like I do and have an LLC, you can write off anything educational as bettering the business. So if I go to a conference, I can write that off. Win-win. Win-win. Yeah. Okay. That's my second goal. Oh, reward, I guess. Oh, I mean, I think I have to go somewhere to a country that speaks French. I think that's the reward, right? Totally has to be the reward. It can be. There are a lot of countries that speak French. Damn colonizers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like hey, Morocco, yeah. Hey, Haiti's like French Creole. Um, yeah, France. <laughs> Fran- Fran- that's a big one. Um, hey, do you speak French there? <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's just kind of a few. So I've got options. Amazing. Wow. Well, I'll let I'll let you do that. I had it in my mind that I wanted to learn Dutch for a while, so I could eventually move to Amsterdam. I was trying, and Duolingo gave up on me. It literally said, "Hi, we've noticed that our notifications aren't working, and you don't check in anymore. So we're gonna stop sending you emails." I was like. <laughs> All right. 
How do you say bye in Dutch? <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Julian. Julian, where are you? My sister's fiance is from the Netherlands. I know it's like, I'm really, I'm pretty sure hi. It's like hi, right? It's yeah. Hi. It's hello. German. I studied German in college. German and Dutch are very similar. And even English and German are quite similar. Yeah. It's just like harsher sounds. All right. We'll anyway. learn bye for next week. <laughs> All right. What's your next goal? All right. My next goal is in the physical and spiritual realm. The drinking one, I would say, is mental health mostly for me anyway. So my second goal is to attend 200 yoga classes. I go to a studio in Omaha, so I'm picturing most of them to happen there. But if I were to be traveling, if I go to a yoga class in another city, I'm going to obviously count that. Mm -hmm. Um, And my reward is to go to a yoga retreat. And I even because I have January, quote unquote, off a little bit, I was like, oh, I want to go to a yoga retreat. But that's what I want to do so bad. So I'm making that the reward because in my head, I just love the idea of being like a yogi so much, like being all flexible and lean on your mat, moving around and being able to do yoga anywhere at any time. But when it comes down to it, it's, you know, when it's cold outside and I've got to like pack up my bag and make it to yoga class, like I'm working on really enjoying the process and not just the desired outcome, which the desired outcome is like being very good at yoga because it is hard. It's not I I don't know why I knew I always knew yoga was hard, but I didn't know how hard it really is because so many people, when you watch their yoga videos, they make it look so effortless and Mm -hmm. the transitions and like they, they seem like a weightless feather. I do not feel like a weightless feather at this point in time. <laughs> like some of those poses are so hard mm-hmm. and you're dripping sweat and it's so mental and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm so glad I found it. It was even so cute. Clay got me, we said absolutely no gifts, but he got me a gift card for two months of the membership and wrote this letter about, he's like, I can already tell like what a better person it's making you and how I just love to see this change in you and I want to be able to like fully support you in that. Oh my gosh. So sweet. But yes, that's my goal. I don't know Mm -hmm. where I want to go to a yoga retreat. There's so many around the world. If you guys are interested in a yoga retreat, because I didn't even really know what a yoga retreat all entailed, but Mm -hmm. you can stay in like a tent or you could stay in like a private bedroom. Mm -hmm. You can do some that are a couple days. You can do some that are months long. They're some are beginners, some are advanced. And literally, I just was looking on Google the other day. And there's Great. tons. So, I and that. I know you stayed at a place in Costa Rica. Yeah, Donyasa Yoga Retreat and Dominical Costa Rica. Highly recommend. If you just want to go on vacation, that's a great place. Whether they're having a retreat or not, such a nice property. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think most retreats are at a property like yes. that. They Which move has around. the yoga studio, mm-hmm. like literally up in the trees, like you're on the studio in Costa Rica, minutes from the beach. The classes were like $12 each. Like, wow, that's so amazing. nice. And the rooms were in like shipping containers, so definitely affordable and stuff. Yeah, highly recommend. Super cool. I'll have to go back and do an actual retreat there because we just stayed and they had classes and stuff. But yeah. So cool. All right. My third goal, I'll do my fitness goal since Allison was sharing her yoga stuff. My fitness goal is to stick to a 12-week lifting program um, with four to five workouts per week. This doesn't sound hard, but I feel like it is actually hard to stick to an actual 12-week program and not slip up. I feel like that was challenging enough for me, even if it doesn't sound like it's really that challenging. I think that sounds challenging. Yeah. I feel like there's been so many times where I've done Kayla It Signs. She had, what's it called, like sweat the app sweat and there was always like a 12 week workout and I would get to like week three and then like mess it up somehow. 
So I really do want to stick to a 12-week one. And then just another general fitness, but also like mental health, is just to try and get 10,000 steps most days, which I think I am kind of doing already, but I think just putting it to the forefront, like making sure I'm really doing that, which is kind of nice that the phones track that. Like for all the Mm -hmm. annoying stuff they track and all the data and stuff, I kind of do like that they track our steps. Like 10,000 steps is just a nice number. We know it from the Fitbits. We just know that number and it's good to just get out of my house mm-hmm. and take Margo for walks. She loves it. And get the fresh air. Mm-hmm. And that movement really like does help your brain because then you come back to your desk and then you're like, okay, I feel a little rejuvenated. I yeah. got moving. Like walking makes your heart feel good. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when you're like you're breathing and then you come back and you like can feel the endorphins, even if you're just walking leisurely. It's weird. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. walk- walking is so underrated. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I just went for a walk, but I, there's so many benefits to just simply walking walking. Yeah. And it's cool because you can like walk with a cup of coffee. You can listen to a podcast. You can Mm -hmm. look around. You can call a friend. It's nice because it's not really, I don't know, very complicated. So you can kind of multitask, but in a leisurely way. Yeah. When you said call a friend, that's going to relate to one of my future ones, my future goals I'll say next. Maybe I'll stack those together. There you go. Go ahead and read your next goal. Okay. My next one, my number three is a financial goal. And I don't want to necessarily say the exact numbers as well. So- Stick with me. I'm going to use percentages, but I want to reduce my loans by 30%. Since I graduated, I already paid 60% of my student loans. And with my car, I've paid 25% of it since March. And it just sucks. A little moment for student loans here. Like if your parents paid for your school, shout out to your parents, thank them, give them a hug. Like when I was 18, I just didn't really conceptualize what student loans were and like how much they really were. And I only took, I think, three or four AP classes in high school. So I'm glad that I at least got those credits. But if I could go back, I would have probably taken my gen eds through, I don't know, like a community college or done something to help alleviate that. Because when I was young, I was just like, I want to live in the nicest dorm and I want to join the sorority and like didn't put that much thought into my class schedule. So I'd sign up for all the extra fun classes just to do it. And now I'm like, girl, you are really not looking out for your future self there because now I have to pay all of these student loans every single month. And like your student loan payment can be as much as like your rent or your car payment or something. And you have to, you have to account for that because most student loans are, I think, a 30-year plan. Yeah. Like that's a lot. That That's paying that amount every month forever. And the interest on those bad boys, it's not great. And that's why it's a goal because it's not fun. Like, I do not want to pay off my student loans. I, I would love to just take that to my grave if I could. But then they, I think they default to like your loved ones. They no, don't that go is away. the only type of loan that does not get wiped or you can never bankrupt on. Isn't that insane? Yeah, it's so cruel. And I don't really feel like it's laid out to you when you're young, like right. the gravity of what a student loan really is. Yeah. And you don't like do the math of like, how am I going to pay this off one day? And you know, say you're making the pay- minimum payment or maybe you get up a little extra money and you want to hook like a good chunk towards it. It's just so boring. Like, let's say you work hard and you get a thousand dollars and you're like, okay, I want to reward myself. Like you get the new couch, you take a trip, you get your hair done, you do the things, you go on a little shopping spree. When like, if I pay a thousand dollars to my student loans, I'm like, this sucks. I have like nothing to show for it. Yes, I have my degrees and I'm thankful. But like, it is just a grind and I have so many dreams I want to do. Like, I want to have like an Airbnb someday and I want to do all of this stuff. But in my heart, I'm like, I just have to pay off these loans and wrap up what I started before 
I'd make any other really big financial movements. And yeah, I'm over it. I'm, I'm over the student loans. I just want them. I want them gone. And I wish I would have gone back because I did have some scholarships, but I didn't feel like it was worth my time to, I guess, like apply for more. And I got such a good ACT score. Like I was very involved. I definitely could have gotten more, yeah. but I was lazy and probably just having fun that summer and not worried about applying for those scholarships, but I wish I would have. So if you're younger. Yeah. You're in high school yeah. or college. Look at video scholarships. <sighs> I used to enter so many video scholarships and win by default. Wow. Because no one else would enter. Amazing. That was like my good tip. Random thing that I would do in high school is like enter random video contests. Like I won one from the ACLU of Nebraska because mm. literally no one else entered. Oh my goodness. And the video is so bad. <laughs> hey, you got the money. Yeah. So check those out. That's fantastic. Okay. My next goal, which I was kind of saying might relate to my walks, is, and this really relates to my words show up, is to visit more friends this year and just spend more time with my friends, even if it's just like a FaceTime check-in because I'm so bad about like almost it's all or nothing. Like if I don't see you, we're just not going to catch up, which is terrible because I just sometimes FaceTime check-ins are just so depressing and just not as good as being with a person in person. So I do want to try and visit more of my friends, intentionally make plans to come for a weekend because it's easy to say that you're going to go visit someone, but then like actually putting on the calendar and scheduling it. Um, but yeah, also just making more time for FaceTime check-ins. And even if I have to schedule those too, and maybe it's some time when I'm walking. It can be really easy to just have the all or nothing approach. Like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not going to text them right now because like I'm going to call them later or I'm going to mm-hmm. see them then. And then you keep not doing those like little and thoughtful, intentional touch points. And all of a sudden weeks or months have passed and you're like, whoa, yeah, like, I don't know what's going on in their life. Time will fly by fast. And then it's like, wow, I haven't talked to this per- person in a year. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. And I feel like this one has really hit me because I used to live by all of my really close best friends. Like I had two or three best friends in New York and um, even in college, like you lived by all your best friends. And now that I live in St. Louis, I don't have as many close friends here. So it is more of an effort. It definitely gets harder as you're an adult. Yeah. And I can't even imagine like shout out to the people that have like kids and are marrying. Like mm-hmm. it only gets more complicated because that time that you used to spend with your friends, your partner, or your kids kind of take up that time now. Yeah. And people just start to have busier lives. Yeah. So good for you for making that a goal. It's very Thanks. special. Yeah. All right. My fourth one is to find a balance between already friends and new wave. They're both my two business babies. New wave is actually how I earn a living. So obviously I like highly need to prioritize that, but we've made a commitment that we're going to be doing this podcast. We have an episode every Friday. We have the Patreon. We have so many ideas and guests we want to have on, but it can be like really hard between like our schedules and just like back and forth. So I'd really like us to you know, have like a clear vision of like what we're doing and my schedule since we launched the podcast, I've just kind of been like so stuck in that routine of recording the podcast on Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. having to be in Omaha in the studio to do that. And then Wednesday, getting work done for the store behind the scenes, having the store open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe on Sunday, regroup a little bit, maybe see some family. And then Monday, I've got to do all the behind the scenes stuff again. So I've been pretty locked into having to do that schedule with no end in sight to that. And then on the few times I did take a trip, it just made everything so complicated that it's like almost is this even worth it? Because 
then you're trying to work on the road and then I'm trying to like set up the podcast while I'm on the trip and then I can't even do anything because I just spent half the day doing the podcast. And then I'm like, well, why should I even go anywhere? Because I'm just working while I'm gone the whole time. And so I would like to find like a schedule where I can, I'm not like time blocking to an extreme, maybe like week blocking. It's like, all right, we grind out a bunch of podcast episodes. Maybe then I take a trip and I thrift a bunch of stuff. And then maybe I come back and have like pop-ups for the store. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if pop-ups are going to be the answer. That's why this is kind of my goal of what to figure out. But I loved when New Wave was pop-up based and that's what it was like supposed to be. Uh, you know, I did pop-ups for a year before I had the store at Barry's. I always did these events and these drops and then I did weddings and then I did these party buses. Like I'm just like an event, like all in type of person and creating this hype around a single thing. And that's what New Wave was supposed to be. But I opened during the pandemic when you can only have 10 people and at a time. So that's why I had to have the set hours to space customers out. And then I was going to change it back. But all of a sudden a year and a half went by and here we are. And I'm like, wow, I never adjusted. So I'm kind of hoping to take this month of having the store closed of figuring out how can I find that balance in my life between being able to do my personal things, being able to really focus on new wave when I need to focus on it, record these great episodes and not feel like I'm like, okay, running here, running there, running there, Mm -hmm. running here. And focus on one thing at a time to give it my all. Just find the balance. Find the balance. Yeah. yeah. And I was stressing out of like, okay, I have to have the answers before we do this podcast so I can like say what what the direction is. And I'm like, no, chill out. The The goal is to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And my reward for the podcast is I would love for us to have a new cover photo, which our cover photo is fine. But we, you know, it was a year ago. We didn't really know. We just grabbed a cake from Target. We were like, <laughs> all right, we're launching. And then that photo ended up being our album cover. And I think it would be fun to have like a full photo shoot album cover. Yeah. And for New Wave, I think overall the reward would just be like my my general happiness of getting back to the roots of like what my business model wanted to be without having the huge outside factor of the pandemic affecting it. So that that's probably my number one goal that I'm like, I got to figure this out. Yeah. Just figure out what direction it's going to all go. Yeah. Because I love all the things, but it's like making the puzzle pieces fit so that they each get the love that they deserve. Absolutely. Okay, great. I think we can go on to our fifth and final goal that we're sharing. Um, Number five for me is I want to find a mentor this year and learn from them. And I think with that goal, I need to kind of solidify which career I'm really leaning into this year. And I don't know, that's going to take more than a day or a couple days before the first of January as well to figure that out. Just because I have different ways that I'm earning income and it's like, which one do I want to focus on more? And so just like spreading myself too thin, because I think when you have a lot of different passions in your career and work life, it's like you'll never get really good at one of them or really be able to go all in on one of them if you're doing too many. So, yes, I want to figure out what my career is really going to be and then hopefully find like someone who is a few years down the road ahead of me and just connect with them and see if they'll lend any advice or what I can, but what they can inspire me. And yeah. Yeah. Give you ideas that you maybe wouldn't have thought about. Mm-hmm. Insider tips. Yeah. My reward that I'll do if, once I achieve this goal is get my car detailed because I clean my car 
by myself, like most of us do. But I just feel like it's not that clean. Like, I feel like there's just crevices and like things that need to be taken apart to like fully be cleaned. But a detailing is like, what, $150, $200? It's kind of an unnecessary expense. So I think once I find a mentor and like really nail down what I want to do in my future, a nice, fresh, detailed car aligns with being a boss. Yeah. Yeah. Aligns with having your career life together. So yeah, that's a great reward for that. My number five is to book five Airbnb or boutique hotel collaboration exchanges. Last year I did five, I think two. So I just want to match that. And last year I either just went by myself or Clay was with me for one of them. But this year I would like to take either a friend or a family member on them as a way to spend one-on-one time with those people and to kind of like thank them for being in my life. You know, it's just more fun with another person. And Obviously, the reward for that is getting to do that. That's a very fun goal, but it does still take like planning and figuring out like which Airbnbs to reach out to Mm -hmm. and like how that would work with my schedule. So even though that's a very fun goal, there's still a lot of work to be done around that and configuring all the details. But my tangible reward is a trip to the container store because I am all into those Pinterest kitchens that have everything in a glass jar And my open shelving in my kitchen is going really well. I have like the toppings that I put on my smoothies, like the seeds and the almonds and my adaptogens and my supplements up there. But I want to take it a step further and inside the actual food pantry cabinet. And I want to take it a step further and actually inside my cabinets have those containers for like the pasta and the spices and the flour and things like that. And it's also just more eco-friendly to bulk buy like that and to go to the zero waste shop. But that is also a want, not a need. Mm -hmm. And I could spend hours at the container store rearranging all of the cabinets and closets in my home. And once I get the kitchen done, I also want to do that with the laundry room. So making sure that I just use um, like the powders and I use like mm-hmm. the dryer balls, trying to stray away from the big plastic jugs as much as possible. And in the bathroom would be like the third one mm-hmm. rather than we talked about this a little bit before, just like using tablets or like the drops instead of rebuying like the same cleaners over and over and over. Yeah. So you really don't realize how much plastic your cleaning supplies use Mm -hmm. until like you go through another multi-purpose spray and you're like Mm -hmm. wow there's another bottle gone and then toothpaste there's another plastic Mm -hmm. tube and like yeah the big jugs of detergent for laundry oh my gosh they're so thick yeah it does thick plastic (laughs) yeah yeah I know. Uh, I saw this girl's Instagram yesterday where she posted all of the trash that her and her partner used in one whole year. I sent it to Kara so she's seen it. But what was it? Only 400 pieces of plastic or 400 pieces of trash for the whole year. And I mean, this girl counted one little paper tea bag thing as like a piece of trash. Mm -hmm. Like she, it fit on like a four foot by four foot like board that she took this picture of for the whole year. Kara and I were like, oh, wow. We thought we were doing good and making strides that was a awakening to show Mm -hmm. um do a little check that i could always be better yeah and that's an extreme example but yeah even i was telling allison there's like a a not a zero waste store here in st louis that has really inspired me and i bought the detergent drops the concentrate from them so all when i'm done with this plastic jug that i have of like tide or whatever it is 
I'll just add water to it and then add like the concentrate drops mm-hmm. and then I'll just have that. Keep reusing it. Yeah. And the, the vial of drops is like an inch big. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I think a lot of it is those options weren't available years and years and years mm-hmm. ago. They were a little more, you had to make them at home or. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't know. To, yeah. I didn't even know. Exactly. And you don't know what you don't know. And like mm-hmm. our parents, the generation before that, they bought bottles of cleaning s- sprays and even like the deter or uh, what do you call it? It was in the dishwasher. Um, just dishwasher fluid. Yeah, dishwasher pods or <laughs> yeah. fluid. Yeah. There's just so many ways that are actually so easy that we don't even think about yeah. that are actually like more cost efficient, more space efficient, mm-hmm. more eco-friendly, better like ingredients, Yeah, not putting all these chemicals and stuff. So that's a secondary goal to my goals. Mm-hmm. And you know how we said we have some other goals off microphone that we have. It's just going to be kind of to make that transition to as many clean cleaning supplies as possible. Yeah. But I don't want to just go through and throw away everything that's in my cabinets because that's wasteful. Right. I'm like, okay, I have to finish using this bottle. And we've been doing really good the last year. Like each time we finish one, we're like, that's the last bottle of that one that Mm -hmm. we're going to buy. And it's going well. There's only a few things left. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a roundabout to that. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's fun. And now our routines. Yes. So I'll do a little rapid fire of some different habits for me that I think will go well with some of my goals. So um, one habit that I really wanted to add was adding specific days for these different goals, especially like the learning another language. I feel like that just needs to be like something that I do every Thursday night from like six to eight or like something like that. And kind of keeping that maybe a college class mentality of like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm doing this class that day or adding Sunday evenings where I'm making sure I'm looking at the week and seeing what's on my plate and actually holding myself to that Sunday evening check-in and especially scheduling FaceTimes. Like maybe there's a day of each week that I do a different FaceTime with a different friend or something. Another habit, no phone in bed and which I've been actually doing really good at that. I just keep my phone in my office. Um, But I think that'll just help me accomplish getting to the gym. And with that, a habit I want to also add is when my alarm goes off, I get up and I'm not going to snooze as much anymore. But to accomplish actually getting up when my alarm goes off, I need to just make sure that I'm giving myself enough sleep because I feel like you snooze your alarm because you're like, oh, I'm tired. But if you go to bed at a good time and you know that you're getting eight or nine hours of sleep, there's no reason to snooze. Mm -hmm. So I think just like the habit is just making sure that I'm setting myself up for success in the morning and going to bed at a reasonable time so that in my head, my brain, like I know that I don't need to snooze because I know I got enough sleep. And being realistic about what time you set the alarm instead yes. of being like, oh, I, I should get up at this time, knowing that you don't need to be up that early. Yes. Just being like, I'm just going to set it for when I actually need to wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if I go to bed at midnight and then I'm like, oh, well, Connor's going to the gym at 6 a.m., so I should go at 6 a.m. It's like, I don't know. I think you're just setting yourself up to snooze. Or if you set it for like maybe 730 or 8, yeah. then once it goes off, get up. Mm-hmm. I think another habit I'm going to add is just getting more organized in general. I don't know what that looks like right now, but I feel like I'm not very organized. So maybe looking at my habits and thinking of different organizational ways that I can, again, set myself up for success. You can help set me up for success by giving me your number high achieving Enneagram three things. And I can help set you up for success on the cleaning organization. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I was talking to my friend um, Berg at Pitch the other night and we were talking about he calls it procrastinate cleaning. Or when I have all these other things to do, but I'm like, I have to clean this before I can focus on this. But I'm I'm like, but it's fine because I'm cleaning it. And I'm like, Allison, how many times 
do we need to wash the sheets in a week? How many <laughs> times do we need to mop the kitchen floor and wipe the counter? But I've got to have everything like perfect before I can do anything else. Yeah. Which I could probably reel it back a little bit because I'm like, well, that's great that the home is absolutely spotless. But did we actually get to anything on the to-do list yet? <laughs> it's 11 a.m. and we're still cleaning. I know. So we've, all, we've all got our things to yes, work on. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could be having a deadline, but it's like, oh, I should really wipe off my countertops yeah. right now. No, I'll be running late, and I'm like, but I, but I have to take the trash out, and like, I just, I really need to wipe this down, and I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. But I cannot leave the house in the morning until everything is clean. Clear space has a clear mind, so I think there's a correlation with that. But yeah, it's it's all about balance. All about balance. Yes, for sure. Okay, my three routines or three habits I'm keeping in my routine. One, continue charging phone in the living room. I don't need to go into that because they go into it on every single episode we have on here. <laughs> That's changed my entire life. Um, but I want to continue reading a few pages in bed. I have my bookshelf out in our sunroom, mm-hmm. which was really great when the weather was nicer and I would go out there and read more in the morning. But now that it's colder, well, it's a little chilly. It's not like it's not warm in there but it's not or it's not super cold in there Mm -hmm. but you hardly would have to be like bundled up i've done it a few times but i think it would be better during these next colder months if i moved my reading time to before bed Uh uh-huh and so i moved my like 10 books that i'm reading right now that i circulate between into my bedroom on my i made a little place for them Mm -hmm. in preparation to change that i don't know habit i guess and then the third one is to take more supplement supplements like magnesium. Mm-hmm. I've been reading more into supplements. Every day I take turmeric, apple cider vinegar, vitamin D, like a women's daily, and then all of my adaptogens like ashwagandha, maca, ginger root, all these crazy things. But I think that there's a few more that I should be taking mm-hmm. that are maybe a, a further down the rabbit hole of health and wellness yeah, that I haven't even tapped yet. into yeah. yet. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, like Connor said on the one episode that Connor and Clay came on, like, I think it was like, what, the majority of Americans are magnesium deficient. So Mm -hmm. if you're not taking magnesium and you're not sure if you're deficient, you probably are. And that can help with like your mental clarity, like brain fog. Like Connor swears that he has like brain fog if he doesn't take magnesium. It's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of all these things that you, you feel like you're fine. But then if you start, if you make that change or start doing stuff, you're like, whoa, it is a lot better if I... Charge my phone in the other room if yeah. I do actually get eight or nine hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. It's amazing that's how good. productive and healthy and happy we can be if we actually take care of our bodies. It's a lot of work. What? It is full time job. It's a full time job, but if you fall off of it, it's okay. You'll get back into it. Taking vitamins is like a whole <laughs> process in itself. That can be hard, but we believe in you guys. Mm-hmm. I believe in us. And what do we always say? Like, make it easy to implement these things. Mm-hmm. Put them in an accessible place or do it at the same time or yeah. make it accessible. If you want, buy the gummy ones. Make it a little tree. If that's what you have to do to get mm-hmm. into it, mm-hmm. go for it. Well, any other thoughts? I feel like we just got to announce the AirPod giveaway winner. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The most exciting part of the episode Wow. First off, thank you to everyone who wrote a review, left a rating and review or mentioned us in your stories. As we always say, like we are so appreciative, but that is truly the best way we can grow the podcast and continue being here for you guys every single week. So we got over 200 submissions, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. And we promise we kept track of everything, even if we didn't respond to the DM right away. It's because we wanted to wait until because we kept a whole document of all the names and the entries. Mm -hmm. 
So we put everyone in there. We did a random number generator. And da, 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 da. the winner is Jenica Ray. So Jenica, you have now become an owner of AirPod Pros. Um, we'll reach out to you on Instagram and figure out the best way to send those to you. Yeah. And it was awesome. We like went to her profile and she had just graduated in December and we even like looked at who she was following and she like had followed so many of the guests that we've already had on. And we were like, wow, mentioned us in the story. We we're like a dedicated, already friend supporter meant to be the universe was like, Jenica, you've, you've been killing it this year. Yeah. There's a reward. Google number generator just <laughs> knew. It was awesome. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to another episode. We're excited to keep you updated with our goals and Like we mentioned, if you want to share your goals with us, join us for that workshop on Patreon. Just Google Patreon already friends and you'll find us there. And we'll hold you accountable if you want us to. Yeah. And if not, just come hang out. You don't have to tell us your goals. Just don't send everyone else's. And there you go. You can be the supportive bestie. Yeah, exactly. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.